Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Happy May 31st. Tomorrow is June 1st. Can you believe it? June 1st. So it is 13 days until my 43rd birthday. Don't forget. So I want to talk today about live and let live. In other words, mind your own fucking business or stay in your own fucking lane or not my circus, not my monkeys or however else you want to say it. So I am a big advocate for the live and let live because it's one of the things that has changed my life the most. And what live and let live means is let me live my life and you live yours. We are not all five years old. We don't need to tell each other what to do or tell the teacher or correct each other or be bossy, which I love being bossy. But when we stay in our own lane and we focus on ourselves and we realize we can't control other people and we can't control external life circumstances, it really is such a big burden off of us. My family has been the biggest benefactor of this slogan. And I was talking to one of my beloved family members today who shall remain nameless, not because they listen to this, but just because I'm going to respect their anonymity and talk about my experience without getting into the details of who this is. Because I also don't want anyone to feel unsafe talking to me. No, that's not it. That's not true. I don't want anybody cringing thinking, how could she talk about her blah, blah, blah like that? So here goes. I spoke to this person and they tried to bait me like six times. Or at least that's what it sounded like. And I tried to stay neutral with everything. So typically, which is very sad because I would like to have a real conversation. But when I get into a conversation where all my responses are like this, oh, that's too bad. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Really? That's a shame. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) Which is saying nothing. It's because I am constantly being baited by stuff. So this person tried to likes to to do one of four things um attack judge defend or fear monger and so everything was thrown at me today the covid stuff the violence that's going on other family members and what they are choosing to do or not do medical diagnoses like you name it it was thrown out on the table and i i could feel myself getting agitated and at one point i even tried to have an opinion But I swear to God, I could make up an opinion of something I don't even believe in. And this person is going to get defensive and counterpoint and prove out how much knowledge they have. And so once I realized what I had done, I was like, abort, abort, pull the ripcord, you're getting drawn in. And I quickly changed the topic because I was like, why are you even caring right now? Like, why are you pushing this point? (laughs) And so being relieved of 
the indignation of what someone else thinks or what they do or somehow feeling like I'm impacted by them, which I absolutely am not. I'm um, dealing with one of my sponsees right now who's very, and self-admittedly, she has a lot of resentment against family. And so I've told her how I deal with family. So if you can choose not to be with your family for a while, do that. This person cannot. So what I told her is there is one family member in particular who I want to punch so hard in the mouth that all their teeth fall out and then gleefully kick them into um, a drainage grate in the street. (laughs) Oh, Pastor Julie, you're so sweet. I said to this sponsee, you know what I do when that person opens their mouth? I literally get up from wherever I am and just leave. And I go away for a bit and then I come back. I could have made a phone call. I could have gone to the bathroom. I could have gone to blow my nose. I could like I could have done a number of things. And I just leave and then I come back. And if something else comes up where this person starts talking, I just get up and leave. And for the most part, it's pretty successful. Sometimes I snap back, but it's only when this person is um, rude or inappropriate with other family members, which, by the way, is still none of my business. So realizing that when I came into recovery, I had to take a good long look at if I was being a victim, what my old scripts were, and how to look at them differently. Because when I see the power that I have, I'm losing my train of thought. When I see in a situation how my reactions have the ability and my feelings have the ability to make me go one way or the other, i.e. into peace or into conflict, I then know that I have a choice. We almost always have a choice to back out of an argument or back out of a situation, even if that means surrender or give up. And that's not a very popular opinion. But for me, surrendering means I get to leave with my peace. Doesn't mean I concede. It doesn't mean I agree. It just means I am making my I'm putting myself as a sacrifice on the altar so that I can get out of here scot-free. So that leads me to our uh, May 31st reading in Language of Letting Go because I read the first few lines and I thought that ties in perfectly with what I'm going to talk about. May 31st, what if? I was talking to a friend one day about something I planned to do. Actually, I was worrying about how one particular person might react to what I intended to do. What if he doesn't handle it very well, I asked. Then, my friend replied, you're going to have to handle it well. What ifs can make us crazy? They put control over our life in someone else's hands. What ifs are a sign that we have reverted to thinking that people have to react in a particular way for us to continue on our course? What ifs are also a clue that we may be wondering whether we can trust ourselves and our higher power to do what's best for us. These are shreds of codependent ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving, behaving, and they signal fear. The reactions, feelings, likes, or dislikes of others don't have to control our behaviors, feelings, and direction. We don't need to control how others react to our choices. We can trust ourselves with help from a higher power to handle any outcome, even the most uncomfortable. 
and my friend, we can trust ourselves to handle it well. Today, I will not worry about other people's reactions or events outside of my control. Instead, I will focus on my reactions. I will handle my life well today and trust that tomorrow I can do the same. I hope that was helpful to you in some way today. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. I hope you have a good day. And tomorrow, as a treat, I have my trainer, Stacy DeHart, coming on to tell us about the one exercise that she thinks is a full body workout that you can do in your home in under a minute. So tune in tomorrow to hear that and know that you can handle things well. Bye.